Good morning. I am Sue Fuller-Good from the Energy Incubator and the author of The Sweet Spot. And I am running this podcast, Your Route Map to Wellbeing, in order to help you to take the secrets from people who have discovered how to really have it all, success at work and health and well-being. And so I have with me today Sarah and Jamu, who is an entrepreneur, an educator. She's the CEO of CompuConnect Education. She's a digital transformation specialist, and she's going to share with us how she has found it possible to actually have it all. Success at home, success at work, health, well-being, and balance. And I know she hasn't always had it perfectly right, and I'm sure she doesn't uh, think that she's going to have it perfectly right for the rest of her life. But I know she's downloaded and discovered some secrets, and we want to get into her head and take those secrets so that we can use them in our own lives. So welcome, Sarah. I am so happy to have you here with me this morning. I was lucky enough to share a table with Sarah at a beautiful school lunch for moms and daughters when our lovely teenage girls were, I think, in about grade 11. And we shared a fantastic lunch, unforgettable lunch together. And uh, so this is an opportunity to get to know more about you, Sarah. And I'm so glad we got to meet each other that day and grateful to our daughters for introducing us. Um, but thank you for giving up your time to come and share your thoughts with us. And I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So welcome. Thank you, Sue. It's an absolute pleasure to be here. I am really excited to just engage and uh, yeah, dig deep. I love it. Dig deep. I love that. Just the deeper we can go, the better. So let's start, Sarah. Can you tell us a little bit about yourself, your career, and your journey that you've taken in your life to date? So, like you said, I am Sarah Njamu. I am the CEO of CompuConnect Education. This is a company that I've been running for the past 15 years. Um, I am a wife and I am a mother as well. I love those titles. I, I, I embrace them because they are part of, um, um, you know, who I am. And uh, they all, those titles also drive the way I live my life and uh, what I do. Um, yeah, so I started my career as a high school mathematics teacher. I taught my mathematics um, uh, in a high school, then I transitioned into tertiary where I worked as a lecturer. I worked as a lecturer for mathematics and ICT. Uh, it's at the time that ICT was just being introduced. So we would teach ICT to like your engineering students or you know students that were um, studying technical courses and they were taking ICT as part of their key skills. Um, and then at the time, I was also studying towards my MBA. And uh, once I had obtained my MBA, I just thought, man, it was time to try something new. So I pivoted from uh, my education career. I looked for a job in, um, in the private sector. And uh, my first job um, in the private sector was a software sales consultant job. So I worked for a company that um, was uh, distributing education software. And because I'm a teacher and I came from a teaching background, I just loved being in that space. And uh, I excelled, did very well. And I just fell in love with um, technology. And uh, so, um, you know, after a while working for that private company, I decided it was time to launch. So. I registered my own company and um, I got started. And uh, yeah, 15 years later, here we are. We distribute um, a digital uh, technology uh, solutions. So we distribute anything from uh, artificial intelligence chatbots to robotic process automation. 
we distribute uh, learning management systems and uh, we also believe in people development because we know that a technology without people uh, will not produce the efficiency that we're looking for. So we also bring in the people factor. So our business is also big on leadership development. Leadership development is one of the, the big pillars that um, we bring to the table. And um, yeah, like I said, I'm a wife. I've been married for 23 years and I love being a wife. <laughs> I love it. And uh, I'm a mother. I'm a mom of three daughters. So wow. my daughters are aged um, 20, just about to turn 21 now. Um, uh, that's uh, my first daughter. Um, and uh, my second one just turned 16. Can you believe it? Yeah. And uh, I've also got a little baby. Well, not a baby anymore. She's six. She's just started um, her grade one. And uh, yeah, just love, love the journey, love the experience. And uh, um, I'm enjoying where I'm at. Wow. So, you know, there's so much, Sarah, in what you've shared there already. Your ability to pivot and change and embrace change, your ability to uh, study and work and, and, and be a wife and a mother and love all of those roles. You're, that's a lot to take on in your life. And, and um, this must have been difficult for you and challenging for you at times. Can you share something around First of all, the challenges that you've encountered along the way with trying to do all these things, and, and I can hear by the way that you describe them, that you do them well uh, because you love them so much. And so how, how, what challenges have you encountered and how did you engage with those challenges? What secrets of success can you share with us? in terms of absolutely that. absolutely so um my greatest challenge has always been uh, to find the perfect balance especially in seasons when i've had uh, to do intense things for example when i was studying for my mba that was an intense season in my life when i was studying my when i was starting off uh, uh, establishing my business that was quite intense so I must say those, uh, those seasons, it was very difficult for me to get the right balance. Okay, the perfect balance, so to say, uh, that uh, one would be looking for. But I also had perspective. So it's almost like I compartmentalized my life. I knew that for a season, I may not have uh, the perfect balance that I'm looking for, but I'm working towards the reason why I'm doing what I'm doing it's because I want to create the balance, okay? So um, I think of when I did my MBA, I was a lecturer. I had a two-year-old, um, full-time uh, full job and a two-year-old and studying an MBA. That was crazy. Wow. <laughs> that was crazy. I look back, I have no idea how I did it, but I know that uh, my life was, uh, was work, uh, you know, um, uh, popping in at home for a bit to check on my baby and then going to the library, then coming back uh, late at night. And um, for me, what was very helpful was that I, I had a very good support system. I had a great uh, partner. Well, my husband uh, is a very supportive uh, um, uh, partner who is very involved uh, in my life, in the life of, uh, of my children. So really I leaned into uh, that support system. So he practically stepped in, in terms of uh, looking after, you know, our two-year-old um, at the time, who's now 20, uh, who's the same age as your daughter, um, Asu. Um, yeah, so, yes, yeah, so we both had uh, full-time jobs, um, but for him, you know, he was able to sort of work just the regular hours, go to work at, at eight and then come back at five. And he was deliberate about uh, being home at five because um, he knew that uh, for me, once I finish at 4.30 at, um, uh, at the college where I was um, lecturing, I would then be heading off to the library. So yeah, so the challenge was just finding the perfect balance. Um, but that was seasonal, okay? So it was um, that two years, uh, those days, uh, you know, the MBAs took two years. Um, so I just 
immersed myself completely into um, my studies because I also had goals and time frames that I was working with. Uh, so I needed to finish my MBA in two years, literally. Um, so yes, yeah, so I tapped into my support system um, who was my husband um, and uh, yeah, um, just carried on. Um, and I'm so proud that I finished in record time. Uh, you know, within two years, I'd finished my coursework, had done my dissertation, and I was graduating. Um, and that was, uh, you know, that was the idea. Yes, 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 yes. And, uh, and then I was able to go back to being a present and available mother. Um, yeah, so that's, uh, that's one of uh, the challenges that uh, I, I have really faced. Uh, I also think of when I also started my business, man, it was intense. Uh, it was intense. Uh, and also at that time, we both went into business at the same time with my husband. Uh, so my husband, um, uh, he's a construction consultant. So he also started this uh, on firm. Um, yeah, so it was, uh, it, was, it was also quite a difficult season. Then my oldest, who's uh, your daughter's age, she was in grade one. Um, I did miss a few of her school things, um, but I was quite deliberate about being present. But there were times that, uh, you know, I couldn't uh, make it completely. Uh, I remember, you know, one time when she was uh, acting in some drama show and uh, I needed to be at this presentation, um, you know, I had to sacrifice that, um, uh, but I never beat myself up. So my whole thing was, uh, you know, once I lose that balance, the idea is to get back, um, uh, you know, and just work towards uh, um, uh, finding that balance again. So yeah, that was a difficult season as well, but also I tap into my support system so I had um, good helpers as well, who were fantastic uh, with uh, my kids, um, helped with homework as well. So yeah, so I just made sure, you know, I, I, I made sure there was uh, a good backup system for myself so that I could continue achieving what I was achieving. Um, at the same time, um, you know, uh, being a mother as well. Wow, there's so much that I want to come back to and, and really tease out of what you've said, Sarah, because uh, um, you've given us so many nuggets in describing your story there and how you engaged with the challenging times in your life. So if I may, you know, the first thing that really struck me is, is the support system that you created. Um, and, and I think that is one of the secrets of how we need to um, think about it if we want to be able to thrive in the world and be successful and achieve our dreams and goals and uh, maybe live our purpose on this planet is that none of us can do it all alone and none of us can uh, carry all that responsibility all by ourselves so we live in a community and, and it sounds like you've really engaged with your community and set up a support structure and a team that can help you achieve everything that needed to be achieved in your life. That sort of ability to delegate and rely on and trust other people to help you seems to be um, one of the nuggets that you're sharing. Am I right in saying that? You're so right, uh, So, And I am so big on uh, delegation. Um, I also just find that as women, uh, I think we put a lot of pressure on ourselves because society expects for us to fulfill so many of these roles that we take on everything on ourselves. So uh, there the, are the certain things that I just uh, uh, was very clear about. Um, I knew I was building a business and that, that in itself is a lot of work and it takes a lot of energy. So I had to set up my domestic uh, structure in such a way that that too was not consuming so much of my time. So listen, for a season, I didn't do the cooking. I just made sure I had a support system for myself that could cook. I would come home to a beautifully cooked meal and sit at the table with my family and, um, and uh, you know, have a decent meal. But I was deliberate, so it, uh, you know, it was a deliberate effort. I, I made sure my support 
system was well equipped as well, um, you know, in terms of the skills that uh, they needed, uh, um, you know, to be able to be part of this ecosystem that uh, I had created for myself. So yes, delegation, very important. And um, you've got to be okay with it. And uh, I remember, you know, outside at tables and uh, you'd have all these moms who, who cook, you know, who glory in the, in, in the time that they spend just, uh, you know, investing in cooking. And I'm just like, listen, I haven't stepped into uh, my kitchen for quite a number of months. And I was okay with that because uh, it was a season and, and life has got stages, right? And I got to a place where my business was well established, you know, that pressure was off. Um, like now, I cook all the time and I enjoy that. I enjoy that. Um, so yes, being able to delegate is part of um, the success nugget and part of staying sane as, um, as a woman, um, yeah. Wow, and, and I'm, so I'm hearing many other words that I really wanna tease out in this conversation. And apart from delegation, I'm really hearing the word deliberate from coming from you many, many times. And, and it sounds like um, the second thing that, that, that you're sharing with us is that you really were deliberate about the planning. You recognized what you were gonna need in order to achieve your goals and at the same time, be the wife and mother that you were. And so you planned really, really carefully. And, this, and, and the other thing that I'm hearing from you, you didn't use this exact word, but uh, in my speak, you made a lot of choices and you chose how you were gonna spend your time. And you chose that for a season, you were going to exit from certain roles and knowing that you could come back to them anytime and they were they were roles that you were willing to sacrifice and um and and allow somebody else to fill in for you uh because they felt sacrificable does that sound right have i have i summarized what you said absolutely absolutely you're very very right um so yeah so it's about the choices and also setting um the priorities what is it that is important. And uh -huh. then you allocate uh, the needed, uh, you know, time and energy uh, to that. Um, so for example, a good example is cooking. Uh, between me coming back home and spending my whole time in the kitchen cooking, when I haven't been home uh, to spend time with my kids, one of the things had to go. So I would rather delegate the cooking so I can actually spend my time that I have when I'm home with my kids, so I would be present with them. Um, so it was a matter of uh, priority, you know, which one is uh, more important for me at this uh, particular time. So yeah. Now I'm hearing from you, um, and I love the word prioritizing. Wow, I, I think that's actually our third nugget. Uh, there are probably 87,000 others that you've mentioned, but let's name those three. Um, but and presence, I, I oh, that's one of the um, big outcomes of mindfulness, which is what I talk about at all times. So yay, the word presence should come up and, and, and it sounds like you've really mastered that, how to be present for your family. So in a way you gave them quality, even if you couldn't give them quantity. And, and that quality was so rich because it was presence, inclusive and, and so present. Um, and chosen and deliberate and conscious so that they could get the, the best of you in that time and you the best of them. So, um, yeah, that sounds really brilliant. But what some people may say, and forgive me for highlighting this, but um, I really want to tease it out of you even further, is that in some ways you're, you're a huge visionary, um, but there could be said that you've been selfish in the pursuit of your own goals. Now, I'm absolutely the believer in the sweet spot, finding the, the middle ground between selfish and unselfish and finding that absolute uh, sweet spot in terms of where you're being the strongest version of yourself and living your truth and your purpose. And that does require some amount of selfishness, not too much, 
and not too little, but exactly the right amount so that you thrive and everybody around you thrives. Can you talk a little bit more around how you engaged with your ability to be self selfish, if you don't mind my calling it that, as you pursued your own goals? No, absolutely. I don't think anybody can actually um, achieve the, the bigger goal or the vision that they have for themselves without uh, also an element of self-care, which uh, if you think about it, it's an element of being selfish, but uh, in a good way, in a good way. Um, because uh, you know, if uh, you do not have self-care, if you do not look after yourself, there's no way you're going to execute. You're gonna be tired, uh, you know, you're gonna be out of balance. So there's a place uh, for you to actually um, put yourself at the center of everything. And for me, I actually understood that. I understood that uh, I needed to take good care of myself for me to be able to thrive, for me to be able to be that good mother, for me to be um, able to build that business, for me to be able to be that good wife. And uh, part of actually uh, being um, selfish, if we may call it, was uh, actually uh, cutting out certain things uh, that um, you know I couldn't avail myself to. I remember even relationships that were not serving me well in that season. Um, I literally just let them go. Um, you know, friendships that uh, were not adding to the fuel uh, of the season that I was in. Literally, I let them go. Uh, that was part of uh, me refining um, my commitment to the journey that I committed myself to. Uh, so yes, uh, um, things that waste time, uh, you know, time wasting things that are not adding value uh, to me, uh, like I said, even if it's relationships, if they're draining, uh, those relationship lit relationships literally, um, I cut them off. Uh, so yes, um, element of uh, selfishness and uh, that comes from putting yourself at the center of all this because you are the driver. You're driving uh, you know, this agenda that you're on. So if you're not strong within yourself, if you're not finding that balance, if you're not finding strength from within because uh, you know, you've given so much of yourself that you depleted, you're not going to achieve uh, that which you have set yourself um, to achieve. Wow. I mean, I, I totally buy into what you're sharing um, and you make it seem so easy. It, it's not easy to find that exactly right amount of, of selfishness, if you like, to, to actually do what's right for you in order for you to be the effective and successful driver of your life. Uh, it's tempting, especially as a woman, to be sacrificing of yourself mm. and your own dreams and visions and goals and hopes for your own life so that you can support everybody else's. Uh, it sounds like you made, you, I mean, you make this sound so easy. It wasn't easy for you, I'm guessing. You must have made some mistakes along the way as you found your route to this. No, definitely. Look, it's never easy. It's never easy. But for me, I find clarity of purpose being um, the one thing that is uh, very helpful. So if you're very clear about what uh, outcome uh, you want to produce in your life, then you will uh, take that hard bullet, uh, you know. And of course, you will get people that do not even agree with your, your, your viewpoint or your perspective. But that's where the, you know, self, selfishness comes in because you believe in the cause. You will go forth even if, uh, you know, the people around you do not um, agree with it. Um, you know, I remember when um, I was studying for my MBA, uh, you know, I lived, I, I was young, you know, um, and I lived in a community where people just, uh, you know, got together a lot in terms of, uh, you know, just partying, you know, there's a birthday party here. And, uh, and when I started studying my MBA, literally, I had no party life. I actually, if people invited me, I would actually respectfully say, no, I'm sorry, I cannot. Um, and I remember, you know, one of my very close friends was like a mentor, really taking offense to that. She's like, listen, 
you never at any of these functions, okay? People are wondering where you are. But again, I had to explain to her. So it was a difficult, it's like you're going against the tide, okay? So there's this expectation where everybody, you know, is feeling this is what you need to do. Um, and you've also set right. yourself your own course. Um, so just finding that balance and that uh, um, courage as well to say no to certain things um, becomes, um, you know, something and that... Um, Sarah, we lost you for a second. We're going to have to put this, uh, put this back together. We got broken up. Can you start that last bit again for me? Uh, where do you want Sorry. to start from? I'm so sorry. Uh, I don't actually, I've been offline. Uh, maybe you didn't realize that I'd gone offline. For oh, I just, <laughs> actually, just carried on talking, actually. <laughs> but I don't want to miss anything that you said. So um, I, okay. I'm just bring myself back to what I asked you. Um, let's think. Uh, okay. I said. About, it, wasn't, it, it couldn't have been easy. Yes, it couldn't have been easy. Shall we, shall we go back to that answer? Can you just ask that question again? <laughs> what did I ask you? Uh, yeah, okay, let me ask that. Okay, I'm going, I'm going to... Sarah, you make it sound so easy. You make it seem like it was just seamless for you, but you must have struggled with this. You must have made a few mistakes along the way because it's not an easy balance to find. Can you talk a little bit to us about the mistakes you made and how you went about finding that absolute sweet spot that, I mean, you're talking about a sweet spot here and I'm fascinated by how easy you make it sound. Tell us about that if you can. No, absolutely. So it's uh, usually not an easy journey uh, because you are actually going against the tide, uh, right? Um, but for me, having clarity of purpose helped me a lot. Being very clear about, uh, you know, what I want for myself and uh, the outcomes that I want to produce helped me to remain true to the cause uh, or the agenda that I, I, was, uh, I, I was pushing um, uh, along, the, along the way. Um, I, I, I think about when I started uh, doing my MBA, um, you know, it was uh, a hectic course. So it literally consumed all my time. And at the time, uh, you know, my baby was young. So, you know, it was a season where it's parties everywhere, birthday parties, people getting together. But I had to make that difficult decision not to attend those, uh, you know, activities. So my husband or whoever my support system was, uh, um, you know, would take my baby to those birthday parties. I would not be available um, or even just get togethers, uh, you know, because I, I would have assignments that are due or I would be studying for, for, for an exam. Um, so it would not uh, uh, be wise for me to be out there, you know, partying when I've got all these things uh, that, um, are waiting for me to, to work on. So I would respectfully say to people, look, I'm unable to, to join. And I remember some people took offense, uh, you know, as people would. Um, one of my good friend who is uh, uh, like a mentor to me was like, listen, um, you are never available. Uh, you know, we miss you. And uh, some people actually are complaining that, uh, you know, you, you, you're not supporting any of, uh, you know, um, the people in the community when it comes to just you being available. But I had to explain to her that, uh, you know, I've got goals that I'm working on. Um, and that was difficult. That was difficult. But like I said, for me, having clarity of purpose uh, then uh, surpassed uh, all, all these things. And people not always agree with you. And that's fine. And that's part of the challenge of you trying to find the sweet spot. You've got to be okay with the fact that not everybody will who agree with uh, your viewpoint, um, but at the same time, you need to realize that you are your own driver of your life. And that's where the selfishness comes in, right? Um, you've got to remain focused uh, on what you want to produce because you're the only one who has that vision, who's carrying that vision for yourself. And you're the only one who knows how to execute that vision for yourself. Uh, ooh, I love what you're saying in terms of, you know, um, 
you're going to have to be willing to offend some people and to face and confront some judgment from some people. And you're going to have to endure that and and tolerate some people not liking what you're doing. And, and that's not easy. But what I'm hearing from you, Sarah, is that you were um, de very deliberate in following your own truth. You knew what was the truth for you. And you gave yourself permission right. to do that without deviating in spite of resistance from the people around you and in your community and criticism and judgment and um, offense. And that's a difficult road to take. Um, but obviously that's what enabled you to win out in the end. Uh, it's, it's something I deeply, deeply admire because it's not easy. It's really not easy to engage with and to withstand people trying to stop you and people thinking you're doing the wrong thing and th people thinking you're a bad person maybe or even criticizing you for being a bad wife and mother, um, never mind a bad community member. But I'm guessing that there must have been great benefit to your family and especially to your children of you actually following and pursuing your dreams so um, deliberately, to use your word. Um, can you talk a little bit about that? How do you think it's, um, it's helped them? Listen, definitely it's been uh, such um, great, uh, um, 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 it's been a great, um, I'm actually trying to find a very good word that would describe, it's, it added so much value to just everything um, uh, in, in our lives. So for example, the sacrifice of uh, starting a business actually enabled me to be a more available mother. Uh, so the fact that I owned my time, um, then I was able to, you know, be that mom that's at every sport, be able to serve as a class mom, um, you know, even though there was a sacrifice, that sacrifice was for a short period of time, uh, okay? But in the longer scheme of things, um, I was more available. I was more available for, for my kids and uh, my kids have valued that a lot. The fact that I've been uh, an available mother who's been involved, uh, you know, with uh, every aspect of uh, their lives. And secondly, I've been a happier human being. You know, so if you are happy because you've achieved um, your your goals and you're not feeling like, uh, you know, you've sacrificed your life, uh, you know, to, to be able to achieve or to be a mother, um, you know, it gives you a different uh, viewpoint or a, a different um, uh, joy in your life. Uh, so for me, um, I'm glad that, uh, you know, uh, I was able to, achieve what I've achieved, yes, with a bit of sacrifice, but I'm a, I'm a more happier human being without feeling that, uh, you know, I've missed out on life. I don't feel I've missed out on life. You know, I've been able to, to do all the things that are, are important to me. So I've been able to study, I've been able to build a business, I've been able to be a present mother, I've been able to be a present wife. So I don't feel shortchanged in life. Mm -hmm. And um, that then I think, um, makes you feel fulfilled as a person. And if you're fulfilled, you are more happier as a human being. So that has been the impact, uh, you know, it's had uh, uh, on the uh, general uh, well-being of uh, uh, my family, uh, you know, um, just, you know, having a mother who's fulfilled, uh, you know, um, in her journey, uh, for me, I think has been um, quite useful for my kids. So again, you say so much, <laughs> uh, and I'm going to do my thing again and just tease out the nuggets that I've heard in, in what you've shared there, and thank you for that. The first thing, uh, you keep on using the word season, and, and I think there's such wisdom in that, that you've been willing to see that, that life is full of seasons, and so you've been willing to make a sacrifice for a season in order to have 
maybe a, a winter which gives rise to a summer and we couldn't have summer if we didn't or we couldn't have spring and summer if we didn't first have winter so i think there's something so wise in in your willingness to engage with the seasons of life um, and then i just love this expression of your happiness fulfillment your confidence your joy it's like you've allowed yourself to do what's necessary in your life in order for your cup to be overflowing so that your whole family and everybody in your life is in in um blessed by and filled up with the the overflow from your cup so instead of you coming from sacrifice of yourself and your dreams um and and everything that's important for you you've done the opposite you've you've done what everything that's important for you you've allowed yourself to live your purpose and your truth so that you're so full it's overflowing for everybody else and and therefore you describe your family as well uh, enjoying well-being the whole family and at least in a big part because you allowed yourself to be full of well-being now that is wisdom and that is very new agey you know i remember my mother bless her lovely wonderful heart and she grew up in a totally different era and times were different and my father and his business were different you know it was almost like it was absolutely frowned upon for women to work and and my mother's a clever intelligent ambitious woman and there she was being a mother and she used to say things to us like i've sacrificed my whole life for you children and that made us feel guilty and ashamed and sorry and bad and and it's so juxtaposed against this new agey permission you've given yourself to just live your own truth and and allow yourself to be so overflowing instead of coming from this place of self sacrifice so i just find huge benefit in what you've shared here thank you thank you thank you for that So let's talk a little bit about your dreams for the future because you have so obviously uh lived your life according to a vision and and a dream and how what do you dream of for the future I know you're your own boss and you're your own um CEO of your own business so and your children are now growing up even your little 6-year-old what's the plan for the future So my plan is uh, to just uh, carry on growing uh growing in uh, many aspects of my life growing in my business life um growing in my journey as a wife growing in my journey as a mom um you know growing in my journey of academics uh you know so one of my um my uh, uh long term vision is that I want to do a PhD uh that is on the cards um you know um i am also working on a book um a book uh, that uh, a, a, a family book a book that talks about marriage and how to build um uh you know a happy family and um, that will soon be hitting uh, the shelves uh you know it's uh, with the publishers um yeah and uh, just continuing um you know doing what i'm doing now um you know i love being a present mother um i'm i'm very involved with the lives of uh, of my kids uh being available um i love being a present wife so yeah so those are my ecosystem uh, of my life uh if you like so it's uh, so my vision is just to keep growing and i'm quite deliberate about uh, investing myself in uh, each pillar uh so that i just get better uh, as a human being So there's again you keep on doing this over and over again so many things that you've said there I think the first thing I want to really tease out is that remarkable ability of you and what you're sharing with us to to um recognize the multifaceted human being that you are and this is a huge aspect of well-being as I see it So I I just love the wisdom that underpins that for you that you you really recognize and and um deliberately nourish all the aspects of you as a person and and 
also devote time and attention and oh something's changed my my background all of a sudden and uh, deliberately um uh, go for and indulge in uh growth in all of those aspects so that's the first thing i heard you say and the second thing is this word growth um which i think is a huge aspect of well-being I think when we're constantly growing, it keeps us passionate and excited and um, just evolving. Um, and, and that's totally different to the way that so many people are living on this planet, which is just sort of rinse and repeat, wake up and do what we did yesterday because it's safer and it keeps us keeps us going and better the devil we know than the devil we don't know and so just living out of habit living in a rut and and everything you're talking about is is exactly opposite to that you are taking the reins of your life and 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 creating it as you go and and believing in learning and growth and curiosity and your potential to expand and evolve as a human being and uh, can you tell us a little bit more about the outcomes of that for you and your family? Yeah, I think what that does uh, so is that it uh, makes you a fulfilled person. Hey, um, I cannot uh, overemphasize that. Um, and for me, um, I don't know what other people's experiences are. I've always said, um, listen, when I reached my 40s, I actually felt successful okay so not success from uh, you know the bank account or you know uh you know how much money i have in my account it was as a result of having ticked small small things that i had set myself out to do um that i wanted to achieve you know even a small thing like uh, you know i'm now an available mother uh that was a goal that i'd set myself and so i relished that and uh, I just uh, embrace that and I celebrate that. And for me, that's a success. Um, and so it goes in many, many other areas of my life, you know, small, small things that I'd set as small goals. And, uh, you know, when I look back, I'm like, oh, okay, I've achieved that, tick, I've achieved that. So cumulatively, that actually just gave me a sense of fulfillment and success, um, uh, you know, as a human being, uh, you know, so really in my 40s, uh, you know, I've always felt, wow, uh, I've lived my life and uh, I enjoy where I'm at and I just feel successful. Uh, and like I said, it's uh, not necessarily in terms of, <coughs> of material, um, material things that have been gained. Um, you know, it's really at a personal level that if I even share with you, you'd be like, oh God, uh, is that what you call success? But for me, it is because I had set that goal. And now the fact that I am living it, no matter how small it is, um, it becomes part of uh, my brick, uh, of my bigger wall of success. So overall, it just makes me feel very fulfilled as a, as a person. I'm like, wow, my life is uh, where I had actually envisioned it to be. And I am living that. Yeah. Wow. So you you have defined your own success. Your, you have your own definition of success and you are not using society's definition of success, which, as you say, maybe is related to your bank balance or or your skinny malinky body or your yeah. whatever. It, it's it's your definition of success, what you find to be the truth and important for you. And, and what I'm hearing from yeah. I, I also just want to come in because that is a very important point, um, especially for women. Uh, we need to be able to set our own uh, picture of what success is at a personal level. We live in a society that is so competitive um, that every time, if you always, if your measure is against somebody else, you constantly be feeling you're not good enough. So for me, uh, my mindset, and I don't even know where I got this from, I've always grown up with the mindset of I'm good enough. So because you've got a mindset that you're good enough, you're not sitting 
to compare your success to another. We're two different human beings. We want different things in life, um, uh, you know? And, and so being, having the sanity to actually decide to define what success is for you as a human being is very, very important. So you can measure that. Um, uh, so that, that would be your measure that you'll be looking at. I think people walk around feeling so unfulfilled. I, I, reach a, I meet a lot of women that feel like, oh my way, um, uh, I feel I haven't accomplished much. You know, this is not what I envisioned uh, that I'll be in my 40s or in my 50s. Um, I'm just like, okay, uh, you're feeling that way. What are you comparing uh, that to? Um, so for me, I think there's a lot of uh, wisdom in uh, at a personal level, just to know that you are on this path on your own. It's your journey. It's your truth. Decide what you want in life. Uh, set those goals and uh, just go for them. So my success will look very different from your success. So, and that's fine because we mm -hmm. are two different human beings and we want different things for ourselves. Um, so I think the moment to break free from... Um, from that kind of thinking where you know we're going with the, the success that has been set out uh, by other people we will get uh, more fulfilled um, in life uh, and we'll be fine we'll be fine i think we're all making wins at a personal level but because society has pushed an agenda of what success looks like people are always feeling they're not good enough they've not measured up um, you know so yeah so being comfortable with the fact that um we all want different things in life and you set for yourself what success you define for yourself what success looks like and uh, yeah you celebrate to celebrate those uh, those wins um yeah you i mean you are talking about the essence of well-being as i see it so i just love how you've explained it that you are feeling confident in choosing for yourself about your own life, not comparing it to anybody else's and believing in what feels right for you and then setting about deliberately living according to your own values, truths and beliefs and confidently staying the path without being tempted to compare to anybody else or deviate because somebody else thinks you should, but living your own truth. Wow. That is, it's not easy to do that because we have this thing called an ego, which constantly compares us to everybody else. But when you can keep your ego quiet or hear your ego's voice and do it anyway, live your life for yourself, according to your own values and your own truth then you will have fulfillment and and but what i'm really hearing from you as well underpinning your ability to do this so relentlessly is this self-efficacy you really believe in yourself and you really trust yourself to be able to go for what you what you want and what you know you is is your dream and that self-efficacy is, is something really rare and precious so i honor you for having it and for for really living it but i think what you shared with us is that it comes from a belief that you're good enough it mm. comes from telling yourself over and over and over and over again that you are good enough and that you can do it and i think that is something that we can really learn from you and what you've shared with us today sarah is I'm good enough has to be your internal mantra. I can do it. Um, and, and you obviously <laughs> have uh, filled your head with that, filled your heart with that, and filled your gut with that. And that's why you look as um, wonderful as you do. And I'm going to say something around aging because I don't know how old you are and you don't have to share with us, but I know you're not a 20-year-old anymore but you are aging in reverse, which is something I believe is truly possible when you do live as if you're good enough and you do live your own truth and you do make choices deliberately about every minute of every day. 
then you can age in reverse and you can live with everlasting energy and passion. So can you talk a little bit to us about aging for you and aging in reverse, uh, if that's a thing you can, you can uh, relate to? Yeah, what does it mean for you? Absolutely, absolutely. And I agree with you. Uh, so, so I'm not shy to talk about my age. I, I'm in my 40s, okay? Uh, I'm turning, uh, um, uh, you know, uh, 47, uh, um, uh, 46 uh, this, this year. Um, but, you know, I've never felt, I've never felt like I'm in my 40s. And this is something that I keep saying. I still, I still feel young. Um, you know, like I actually have to think about, uh, you know, um, the fact that, oh, I'm actually even past my mid 40s now. Um, it's something that has really never, it's actually never registered uh, in my mind uh, because I'm just uh, busy enjoying life and uh, busy doing life. Uh, you know, I feel as energetic as ever. Uh, I feel as vibrant as ever. I have, uh, uh, you know, visions that uh, you know are so alive that I'm working towards I've got goals that I'm working towards so yes uh, you know I, I feel I feel very young I feel very young um, you know at heart and uh, even physically I've, I've really never felt odd to be honest <laughs> well you are young by the way if you look at it out of my lens because I'm even older than you uh, but I, I, I think your secret of youthful vibrancy is the enjoyment of your life. I, I think that's what you're saying to us is, is it's because you have so much joy and enjoyment of your life. And, and, and that seems to be not only because you're choosing about every minute of every day, but also because you, you're grateful. You're grateful for yourself and you're grateful for the life that you have and um, and you know if there's something you don't like you can change it absolutely absolutely so i was actually going to say uh, just a sense of gratitude uh, so uh, i am a big believer and i live on that constantly on a daily basis uh, just having a sense of gratitude even in small small things I am very aware and very attuned. Uh, you know, I keep saying I'm just one of those people that choose to look at life as uh, the glass is half full and not half empty, you know? <laughs> I'm just an optimist. Um, so I keep saying, I, I, I keep saying I'm an, I'm an optimist by nature, but actually not. I'm a deliberate optimist by nature. I am very deliberate about being optimistic and so I just leave it out. So you must have negative days. You must have days when you just don't feel grateful. You feel like life is tough and tell us about those days. No, definitely those days are there but the one thing I can tell you is that I do not allow myself to dwell there. So when that comes, you know, it'll be for a bit, but uh, let me tell you, uh, I'll snap out of it quickly because my mindset is so attuned to, uh, you know, being positive. Um, so one of the things, um, I am actually very strict, deliberate, whatever word you wanna use about what I allow in my space, you know? So the kind of things that I listen to, the kind of things that I read, the kind of people that I connect with, the kind of friends that I speak to. So listen, so if, even if you're my good friends, if you're full of negativity and you're not bringing a positive energy in my life, I'm gonna slowly put you at the back seat. That's just the way it works. Um, it's that whole thing of being selfish, okay? So because it's so important for my well-being, if you're not a person who's pouring a life into my life and you coming to just take or just bring negativity. I'll try and support you for a while and I'll point it out to you. But if you are just naturally, because people enjoy that, people enjoy being in that negative space, then you know what, I am so sorry. I do not want to be tapping into that energy because I am, I live life on purpose. I am deliberate and I live life on purpose. So yes, so yes, the negative days will be there. Um, but I can assure you it will be for a short period of time. I snap myself out of it very quickly. And uh, 
part of uh, you know um, the the tools that I've put in place is uh, that whole thing. You know, what am I listening to? Um, and even when I'm actually feeling negative and down, I just go and look for material that is uplifting. I listen to that. You know, whether it's reading the book, whether it's listening to music. Because you can feel when your energy is going down or when you're starting to feel negative, when you're sliding in there, you can change that very quickly. And so I change that very quickly by, you know, listening to the right kind of materials, um, you know, or right kind of music, um, or just also revisiting, um, you know, my vision. I'm a believer of vision boards, uh, you know, they keep me focused. Like this is where I'm going. Uh, you know, I'm also a believer of self-talk. Talk to yourself positively. So, you know, I'll tell myself, Sarah, this is not you. You can't sit here and just be feeling sorry for yourself. Come on, uh, you know, get up. You can do this. So, yeah. So, so thank you for the tools because, you know, it isn't easy when you are in a negative spiral to, to change that trajectory. It isn't easy, and thank you for the tools that you've shared that you use, self-talk, doing something that you know will uplift you deliberately, controlling what you allow into your space and into your mind, <clears throat> and taking charge of that. And what I'm really hearing from you that maybe you're not even aware that you're doing, uh, but I've heard you say you're doing, is that you're the boss of your own mind. Yeah. You're not only the boss of your own business, but you're the boss of your own mind. And that is uh, making a big difference to your mindset, uh, I think. And you, you really sound like you know, that you know, that you know, that you know, that what you think about is within your control. And you can shift your thinking. You can... You can't control your thinking, but you can shift the spotlight of your attention from the negative onto the positive. You can do that deliberately. And uh, so I love uh, that, that that's something that you're really deliberately using. Thank you for sharing that with us. And, you know, that obviously underpins your success and uh, not only your success at work, but your success in feeling like a fulfilled woman, a fulfilled human. And, and having a joyful life. And, and for me, that's the definition of success, that you feel vibrant and alive and that you are living without regrets. I, I, um, I think it's really sad how many people actually get to the end of their life and say, oh, my God, you know, I wasted it. Or people say to me so often, and I find this really sad, how did the time go by so fast? And, and I think when you're living on purpose, deliberately, the boss of your own mind, life isn't going by fast because you're really enjoying each precious minute that you have. So uh, thank you for, for those nuggets. Yeah, we could carry on talking all day. Uh, I just can never get enough of your positive mindset of your um, strategies for life. It's extraordinary, and that's why you're an extraordinary woman, and that's why that lunch where I met you was so unforgettable, uh, because you are truly unforgettable. Thank you, Sarah, for everything that you've downloaded for us here today, and I just wish you all the joy and all the success as you journey forward on your life, and I really hope that our paths get to cross some more, because uh, you're a, an absolute anecdote um, and and um, and vaccine against the negativity of the planet at the moment. So yay for you, and uh, and thank you. And I hope that our listeners have got some tools and strategies that they can apply in their own lives, or maybe they've got some things that um, they can celebrate having listened to how you celebrate yourself and your own life and successes, because I'd love for the listeners to be able to celebrate themselves. The nugget I'm taking most sincerely away from you, uh, although there's been thousands of them in this little brief chat, uh, is <clears throat> you believe in yourself, you know that you're good enough. 
and good enough. Not good compared with anybody else, just good enough for you and your precious life. So thank you, thank you, thank you, Sarah. Have you got one last little something that you want to leave us with as we say goodbye thank to each other? Thank you, Sue. Uh, it's been an absolute uh, pleasure just uh, engaging with you. Uh, I think, uh, you know, uh, the only thing I can emphasize is uh, for people to just know and feel that they're good enough. It doesn't matter what you've been through and the journey you've walked embrace the good, the ugly, and then form a good story for yourself. Form a good story for yourself. So tell a good story um, of your life, the lessons that you've learned from the bad and celebrate those little wins uh, that you've had because uh, people are waiting for big wins to celebrate or to feel successful. No, small, small wins um, you know, should be celebrated. Um, yeah, and uh, you are the boss of your own life. Yay. And how can people get hold of you? Should they need your uh, digital transformation services? Should they need anything that you have shared that they want to get from you? And um, can you share with us how they can get hold of you? Yes, yes, yes. So I'm very active on uh, social media, uh, mainly LinkedIn. So if uh, they just uh, look for Sarah Luyele Njamu, uh, they will find me on LinkedIn. Um, and uh, from the business point of view, they can visit our website. Our details are there. And we are www.compu, and then hyphen or the minus, whatever that small thing is, connect education, one word, .co.za. So it's www.compu hyphen connecteducation.co.za. And I'm happy to give out my number as well. Um, you know, if uh, anybody wants to contact me directly, um, my number is 076-154-7895. 076-154-7895. Yeah, would love to connect. Wonderful. And all Sarah's details will be on the podcast uh, information anyway. Thank you, Sarah. I hope you have a beautiful day and heaven help us if we don't get to have another chat in a few years time so we can get more of your nuggets and learn from you. Take care and thank you. Thank you, Sue.